and welcome to episode 97 of Mothering Anxiety. Today's episode is Mothering Without a Village. So a few episodes ago, I recorded an episode about mothering unmothered. And I feel that this kind of goes like hand in hand to that. I wasn't originally going to make an episode like that, but it was the week of Mother's Day and I was totally in my feels. I was essentially just like re-grieving the fact that I didn't have a mother to celebrate it with. Um, also, it was another another Mother's Day that I had without my grandma and it was just like so many emotions. So, you know me, I like to record things in time as I am going through them so that I can get everything that I need to get out and I can be in real time and as realistic and as relatable as possible. So I kind of squeezed that episode in and moved everything around. But this time around, I have recorded an episode on Mothering Without a Village because I pretty much had a breakdown the other weekend about this and I felt that, you know, I just kind of had to get some stuff off of my chest. You always hear, like, it takes a village to raise children, right? And, like, back in, like, olden days, <laughs> um, you pretty much did have a village, right? Like, most of the time, uh, whenever you got married or had kids or whatever, like, you kind of stayed in, like, the same vicinity, <laughs> you know? Like, uh, and so you had, like, aunts and uncles and cousins and brothers and sisters and mom and dad and grandparents and, like, everyone helping each other out, right? And there are still many families that are like that, that just all kind of live within the same area and can very easily just like drop off kids here and move things around and people helping each other, right? I am essentially jealous <laughs> of that. I, I envy that. I'm like, ah, I wish I, I had that. And I think for those of us who don't have a village, um, it's hard. I'm not saying that it's not hard for everyone, even if you do have a village, but for those of us who don't have a village, like it's hard. And I kind of just wanted to talk about like what it's like to raise your child or your children without having people around you to help you and to be there for you. And again, I know some of you are probably thinking like, well, you chose to cut off your village. And yes, that is true. But even if I didn't cut off my village, I still never felt comfortable leaving my child with my village. Um, so at the end of the day, even if they would still be in my life, I probably would still have to raise my child without a village. So... You know, that's not really, you know, much of an excuse at this point. But it's it's hard. And the other day, I didn't sleep very well. And guys, when I don't sleep, like, oh, all hell breaks loose. Like, when I don't sleep, it is not pretty for anyone around me. Um, I couldn't sleep because my husband, so his work schedule changed. And now he leaves the house an hour earlier than he used to, right? But once a month or like once every two months, I don't know, once in a while, he has to go to school for a whole week. And so his schedule is now different. So now he gets to sleep an extra hour before having to wake up to go to school. 
And I was an anxious wreck all night because I'm like, he's not going to wake up for his alarm because he gets that extra hour and then he's going to miss school, right? So I didn't sleep all night because I was freaking out over him not waking up for his alarm. And then I was like, well, now it's going to be up to me and... What if I sleep through the alarm? Like, oh my goodness. And then it falls on like both of us, even though, you know, technically it's his responsibility. But, you know, I am an anxious person and a people pleaser and everything falls on me, right? So I was just freaking out all night and I didn't get any sleep. So that day I woke up and I was just like in a pissy, horrible, just like, don't look at me. I don't want to talk to anyone. Don't touch me. Don't breathe on me kind of mindset. And for whatever reason, just being in this like negative mindset, it made me emotional. Um, I used to be a huge, huge, huge emotional being like I would cry over everything. Uh, That's kind of stopped really. But this time around, for whatever reason, it just made me super emotional. And um, my husband came home from school. We had dinner and I was just like super sensitive almost I don't even know how to explain it like he was like trying to like console me and I'm just like don't touch me (laughs) like don't come anywhere near me everyone was just annoying me so I went to the bathroom to go cry and as I'm crying I'm like thinking I'm like I don't have a village right like how easy could it have been to have dropped off my daughter to someone's house, come back home, taken a nap, or just had some quiet relaxation time, and then go back and pick her up when, like, I was ready. And I'm like, I don't have that, and this sucks. I know that, for me, I don't have a village right now because I essentially cut off my village, (laughs) right? Um, but even like before that, we live far away from everyone, really, like, uh, from, from family, from either side of our families. We live a good hour and a half ish from like each one. And then like our close friends that like I would feel comfortable leaving my daughter with, they also live about an hour and a half ish, two hours, hour 15 away from us. So like, For me to have that option to just be like, I'm going to drop her off at your house for like 30 minutes because I need a break and then I'll come back and pick her up. Like, I don't have that option. And I don't think that like people really talk about that, right? Like what happens when you live far away from what's supposed to be your village? Like, well, you're kind of screwed and stuck. Now, you can easily say like, well, why don't you have friends where you live? I mean... We don't necessarily, like, go out. Um, We used to have friends. So when we first moved to this city, we worked here in the city, both my husband and I. So, like, you know, obviously we had work friends that were friends that we would, like, hang out with, right? Then we moved away and, you know, just kind of lost touch with these friends. Moved back. But we don't work in this area, Um, so it's not like we could necessarily meet people and it's not like, you know, you can really like go to the grocery store and like make a friend there. I mean, I guess you could, but like, no. (laughs) Um, and we just recently started going back to church 
And my husband is like, you got to just get out there and, and go to the different events and the different groups and stuff and make yourself some friends. But I am not a personable person. I'm, <laughs> I don't want to say I'm not friendly because when I do make friends, I am a really great friend, but I'm not one to like go out and like talk to people and try and make a friendship, right? So like the option of us like making friends in our area are just very, very um, slim. Not to mention like we just like don't naturally or really go out. Like obviously we go to the grocery store or, or you know, like run errands and stuff. But like we just don't go out to like where we would meet people. Like, I don't know. Where do you even meet people nowadays? I don't even know. Um, so like, you know, making friends in our area is just not something that we've been able to do. And we've moved back here. We've been here for like three and a half years already. Now, can I suck it up and actually try to make friends with the people that I go to church with? Obviously, yes, I can. But like, it's still going to take me a while to feel comfortable to, like, ever leave my child with them, you know? Like, I don't know, maybe a couple of years. <laughs> like, I, And that's even if I end up feeling comfortable. I am a mother who suffers from anxiety. So the thought of leaving my child with someone else just gives me anxiety. So, like, essentially, even if, like... I were to make my own village in my area where I could easily drop off my child, like, I don't know if I would realistically accept the village. Does that make sense? Please, moms out there who have anxiety, like, how comfortable do you feel leaving your child in the hands of someone else? Like, my child has only ever slept over my mom's house once when she was about six months old and that was because we were moving right so we had to like drop off things and move things around at like the middle of the night and um where we were moving to was about an hour and a half away so like I had to just leave her there so that we could finish because we had to be out of there by like the next day or whatever and it was just like that one time and I can tell you right now that I didn't sleep that whole night because I'm like I do not have my child with me um my mom or like my younger sister were the only two people that I kind of trusted with her um when my daughter was younger and um even then, I was still an anxious wreck. I would be texting or calling like, hey, is she okay? Hey, is she doing okay? Hey, did she eat? How much did she eat? Oh, is she taking her nap? Because it's her nap time right now. Like, how long did she sleep for? Is she being cranky? Is she being fussy? Has she pooped? Like, it. mom mode just like never turned off for me, even if I like tried to leave her. So like, it wasn't even like me relaxing, like, oh, I'm going to drop off my kid and go home and take a nap and relax because I don't think that I would even be able to relax. I am a mom who suffers from anxiety and I just, 
kind of need my child to be with me 24-7 in order for me to feel less anxious. But then at the same time, my child gives me anxiety because sometimes I need a break from her. And it is a horrible, vicious cycle. I <laughs> don't have the people that I've trusted the most with my child in my in my life anymore. So, you know... I thought that as she got older that I would feel more comfortable because like now she can talk, now she can tell you what she needs, or now she can tell me like things that happen, right? Um, I did at, at one point leave my daughter with my in-laws, something I had never done before, but I figured, okay, she's older now, she can talk to me and she can tell me like, I don't know if something happens, Right. And, um, unfortunately she did tell me something that happened that I was completely not okay with, which at that point I had to retake my trust back. Like the, you know, I was just like, "Mm, no, no. (laughs) Like the one time I leave her is the one time you screw it up. Like not going to happen again. And Yeah, you know, you can say like, well, at one point or another, you got to learn how to trust people with your daughter. But like, I feel that there are definitely people that you just know you can trust a little bit more than others. I don't know. And then there are certain people that I'm just like, nah, you you lost your chance. Sorry. (laughs) Um, So, you know, mothering without a, a village is just... It's just tough. Um, And yeah, I don't have a village because I don't trust people because I am an anxious wreck because honestly, there is like no one in the world who could take care or could take better care of my daughter than me. And that is how I feel. And I honestly, I don't think that's healthy, right? Because that... I'm a human being like I need a I need a break I should be able to relax at one point or another I should be able to not feel so anxious whenever she's not around me but I just don't feel that there's anyone in the world that will ever take care or take as good of care of my daughter as me and I hope that there are many other moms out there that feel <laughs> the same way as me, where you're just like, no, I'm not going to leave my child like absolutely anywhere because I don't trust people because that is, that is me. I choose to not have a village, but at the same time, I don't have a village. It, it's complicated, but I did want to come on here and talk about it because like I did have a mental break, not a little mental breakdown the other day because I'm like I'm so tired I want to just be able to shut my brain off for a second and not have to worry about my child but like I can't how do you do that as like I think about her being a baby and like how I used to be with her being a baby I want to say that I probably suffered from postpartum anxiety um People would always say like, oh, you're just worried because it's your first baby. Like if you have another one, like you're not going to care or worry as much. But, you know, when I think about like how I was as a mother when she was like a baby, 
it was a little excessive, right? But at the same time, it was what kept me sane. Like, I had a very, very, very strict schedule with her. Like, always waking up at this time and this amount of awake window and eating this much and, you know, eating for this long and, you know, going back to nap and, and this. And I would schedule all of my things around, like, her nap time so that if I had to be somewhere, she had already napped and she would be cranky. And, like, it was a schedule to the T. But it's what kept me sane. It, it's what kept me, uh, like, essentially going because I'm like, I... I don't know if, like, mentally I can handle a cranky baby if we're out somewhere, right? Like, did she still get cranky from time to time at places? Like, yeah, like, babies are babies. Babies have their own schedule, their own mentality, and they're going to be however they want to be. But I felt that, like, being able to control everything was going to ensure that I had, you know, a a good day, essentially. But it was, like, extreme, You know, I I had to schedule everything around her schedule and like there were certain things that I couldn't do or that I didn't want to do or that would give me anxiety over doing because I'm like, this doesn't go or this doesn't align with her schedule. And I obsessed over it. I truly did. But it's what kept me sane. But, you know, now that I think about it, I'm like, hmm. That may have been a little bit more than just like first time mom and a little bit more towards like postpartum anxiety. Where is my anxiety now with my daughter and her schedule? Well, now she doesn't have a set schedule. Now, you know, we go and we do things like just as is. If she falls asleep in the car, I'm like, all right, cool. Well, we're going to get there in five minutes. So you can nap for five minutes and then I'll deal with you, you know, kind of as whatever mood it is that you wake up in. Um, I don't have that like worry or that fear anymore. Um, I want to say it stopped when she kind of just like stopped napping at home. <laughs> and I was like, well, I know that if I go somewhere... And we're there long enough on the drive back home, she'll like take a little bit of a nap. But now I don't like her napping because if she naps during the day, then she stays up later at night, right? And then that means that I have to stay up later at night. But like I'm a very strict, like I am in bed by this time, I'm asleep by this time kind of person because I need my sleep, right? If I don't sleep, I'm not the nicest person. Um, So like when she takes a nap in the day and she goes to bed later, then I, you know, have to stay up to make sure that she goes to bed. Um, but you know, it's definitely a lot easier now that she's, she's older and, and she can, I don't have to be so like attentive to her, right? Like to her every needs. She can tell me when she's hungry or wants a snack or something. She goes to the bathroom on her own. Like it's definitely gotten a lot better, but in terms of like, do I want to leave her somewhere with someone else? Um, probably not. That anxiety is still not something that I have been able to work through. And it's probably because I just haven't left her with anyone. Um, we have had some emergencies where I like I needed to leave her somewhere or with someone, right? Um, but other than that, like if it's like my choice or like if it's like I need a break from you, like it just, 
It's not something that I have like easily accessible to me. So mothering without a village. It's tough. Sometimes, like the other day, I, you know, you, you have those breakdowns where you're just like, ah, I need a break. But the reality of it is, is even if we get that break, I don't think our mom brain would ever shut off and let us relax because we're going to be worried about how is our child doing? Is our child safe? Is our child okay? There was even a point in time where I didn't even like leaving her with my husband, her own uh, father. <laughs> like he, you know, it was very like, if you need a break, like go to Target or <laughs> like go, I don't know, somewhere, take a drive somewhere and like leave her here. But even then I would still text and be like, how is she? Is she taking her nap? Is she eating? Is she this? Is she that? And obviously my husband, you know, would get a little bit more annoyed because he'd just be like, I'm her father. <laughs> like, stop, you know. Um, but there was a point in time where I just like, I, I couldn't even like trust her own father to um, father her. I don't like to say to babysit her because he is a father and he is her parent and he is parenting her, right? So he's not babysitting her for me. He is being her father. And it was pretty bad. But now I'm eh, a little bit. <laughs> I'm a little bit better about it. I mean, I still freak out whenever he takes her somewhere and they're driving off because then, you know, my brain goes haywire and I overthink and everything. Um, but, you know, one day at a time, one breath at a time, one exposure at a time. And, and, um, and yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's all honestly I can do is just kind of like, you know, tell myself and myself like, hey, you got to relax a little bit. She's okay. She's with her dad. You know, everything's going to be fine. He is going to love her and protect her and take care of her just as good as you are. Does anyone else just like get annoyed of their own brain <laughs> and like never being able to shut it off or like never being able to just be like, relax, bro. <laughs> like just stop, like stop thinking these thoughts. Stop taking my mind there stop worrying just like relax like I get annoyed I get annoyed because sometimes some of the things I think about I'm like okay the chances of that actually happening are like the point zero 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 one percent like hmm I get extremely annoyed that I can't shut off my brain when I want it to and it only just like causes me more anxiety because I'm like I don't want to think of these things. Why are you making me worry over something that I don't need to worry about? It's annoying, right? Like, there has to be other people out there, <laughs> some of you guys, whether you're a mother or not, um, where, like, you just wish that you could shut off your brain and you simply cannot shut it off. But if there are any other moms out there that, you know just don't trust people, don't trust the people around you, don't trust your family, don't trust your friends, or like me, you've cut off um, family and don't live near any friends or, or, you know, you just plain old don't trust people to watch your child or your children for you. I am on the same boat as you. 
and I don't know how to um, fix it. <laughs> I don't know how to relax and just be like, hey, she's going to be okay with someone else, right? I just, um, I don't trust people. So I am mothering my child without a village. One, by choice, but two, not by choice because my anxious brain tells me otherwise. And truly, like, I think about this kind of a lot because I'm like, well, she's going to get older eventually. She's going to want to go, you know, hang out with her friends or maybe go to a friend's house or maybe do this or, you know, school and field trips and stuff. Like, is my anxious brain going to be okay with all of those things or am I going to be freaking out over everything? Um... I also don't want to be one of those helicopter moms or one of those uh, just like, you know, put her in a bubble and never let her go out. Like I understand she needs to go out and socialize and she's going to grow up and she's going to need to do all of these things. Um, and it gives me anxiety thinking about it because like she's getting older and we're getting closer and closer to, um, you know, that age. And I just really hope that by then I will be okay, by then I'll, I'll be able to just tell my brain, like, it's okay. Tell my anxious mind, like, it's okay. This is just part of life. This is part of her growing up. This is part, you know, this is what she needs. Um, I hope that I can, that I can get there. Other moms that I've talked to that have kids a little bit older than my daughter, like, you know, they say, eh, yeah, it gets sort of easier. You still worry, obviously, but like, you know, it gets a little bit better. So I am holding on to those dear words uh, to all of you who are listening who have told me that it gets better and, and just hoping and praying that, that it does because my anxious mama brain and my anxious mama heart can truly just like <laughs> not not handle it. I don't know if I would be able to. And this just goes hand in hand with like anxiety as a mother, right? It's just every day, every month, every year, it's just a new level of anxiety that happens, right? Ugh, mom brain, just I just wanted to shut off for a second so I can relax for a bit. But I'm going to go ahead and end this one, just kind of keep it a little short and sweet. So uh, I hope you have a good rest of your day, depending on when you're listening to this. And don't forget to live your life, love your life, and love your anxiety.